guys, I love y'all so much and I hope that today's message encourages you. Be sure and like and subscribe if you are tuning in on YouTube. Comment down below what you learned in today's message and what other topics you'd like to hear talked about moving forward. And if you're tuning in via Apple or Spotify, be sure and download, rate, review. We love reading your reviews and it actually helps us as we prepare for messages to come. And make sure to turn on your push notifications so that you can know whenever episodes come out as we have new episodes every single Wednesday. Guys, I love y'all and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey there, MMA McDaniel here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up, Have You Heard fam? I'm so glad that y'all have clicked on the video or clicked on this podcast audio. I'm so excited for y'all to be a part of this. Um, I am Josh McDaniel, MMA's husband, and Emma is right now on a sabbatical. And she's actually going to be coming back here soon, and she'll be a part of the Have You Heard podcast again. And I'm very excited for it because she's been taking a time of rest, but also preparing for things to come forward. And there's a lot happening in the next couple of weeks, and you'll won't want to miss out. There's actually going to be a new Have You Heard series coming out, and some new drops of clothing and stuff like that. So you guys definitely don't want to miss out on those things. And you can follow us on Instagram, have you heard Instagram and all over social media. But today we have a very special guest and it's actually my dad. And it's so cool that we could do this together, that we get to talk about God because he raised me and now I get to learn alongside y'all as he gets to pour his wisdom over me and over y'all. It's going to be a good one. We're going to talk about fatherhood. We're going to talk about absence of fathership, um, maybe what that looks like in someone's life, what that looks like in your life, maybe, but y'all won't want to miss out. So everybody grab your headphones and let's get into the word. Dad, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, son. I, I'm I'm honored and I am impressed at the same time. Just <laughs> how you and Emma are just impacting the world. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm sure some of you may right now be thinking, "Wow, I'm looking at the same uh, person," and we get that a lot. That we look a lot alike. Um, I also look like a lot like my mom, so that just makes sense. Uh, that, that, well, that, but you don't have the gray, the gray hair that I have. I don't, but we also did happen to both wear hoodies and both wear hats. So I think that's a pretty, that's that's, right. that's good, pretty good stuff. But, uh, dad, I mean, I think it's so cool cause you have done an amazing job of, cause I have a brother and I have an older sister. Um, and it's so cool to see if how you've parented, all of us. And I don't have kids. I don't know what it's like to be a father. Um, I know what it's like to be a fun uncle, and I'm going to be the funnest uncle. Um, but I don't know what it's like to be a father. But I got to see you parenting uh, Caleb and Jordan and I and leading us in the way that we should not depart from it. You know, leading us in in scripture, leading us in the word. But you have a story of not really having a dad that led you in scripture and led you in the word. So can you go into that and just kind of share with us a little bit of your story and your past? Yeah. Th thanks. Um, one again, thanks for having me. I know that, uh, I know that, um, adulting is hard. 
Uh, adulting as a parent is quadruple harder uh, because you have such a responsibility and you lo- hold that baby in your hands and you go, wow. Uh, I, I, I shape this child. I steer this child. I love this child. I, so many things about it. Now, what I, what I, what I'll say in, in this is that no dad is an expert dad. No dad Mm -hmm. is a perfect dad. Uh, I don't care how many kids you have. Uh, there's not, there's no such thing as that. So when I talk about my father growing up, uh, I, I don't want to sense in any way that I'm, I'm taking, uh, 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 I'm berating him, mm, but I'll, yeah. you have to be honest with you have to be honest with the past if you're going to correct the past. Uh, you mm. have to bring it into the light. And so here's the light: I grew up without a consistent father figure in my home. Mm. Uh, I never, I don't ever remember living with my father. Um, mm. I remember wanting to go see my dad and seeing him on occasional Sunday afternoon for a few hours, but uh, not not a whole lot in my life. And uh, I, I then I had a couple of stepdads, and then those stepdads were gone. And then, you know, so it's like I spent a lot of my life longing for a father figure. And my mother coming in, your grandmother coming in and praying mm-hmm. over uh, us boys, three three sons that she had, and praying, uh, God, I'll be their mother, but I can't be their father. Will you be their father? Mm. And I have to say that even though I didn't have a consistent father, mm. and this is over-spiritualizing it, I had a heavenly father who put other godly men in my life all along the journey of my life mm-hmm. to help me see what manhood should be or shouldn't be. Um, so I think when I look at my life where I didn't have the consistent father in the home, I had many father figures in my life yeah. that God put in my life to get me through life. Wow. I, th- I, f- I feel like a lot of listeners maybe right now, a lot of watchers, a lot of just a lot of people in this world actually have felt that pain far more than we realize mm-hmm. the, the hardship of having an absent father, having uh, just a just a person in their life as a fatherhood and 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 the the encouragement from a father the love from a father mm. it's it's not in a lot of people's lives and that's oh, so I, I, hard I, I, yeah. and, and that's so hard because even as like some maybe mothers may be listening it's like I don't have a, a husband to do this alongside and teach my kids mm-hmm. and it's like how on earth can we look to God as a heavenly father, as a father figure, because so many times in scripture that looks like that. But how, how do we look at God as a heavenly father whenever we may not have an earthly father? Right. You know, one of the things, um, it's not only that some the divorce is pretty high in this world right now and has mm-hmm. only growing, but it's, it's that some fathers don't know how to be fathers. And so they opt for passivity over responsibility. And again, I realize it's hard. It's really, really hard. And I'm sure there have been many times in my life I've been passive. Um, But it was a conscious decision to say, no, 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 no. I'm going to be in my children's lives, body, soul, and spirit. I want to see them mature in all the ways. Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. I want my, my boys, I want my daughter uh, to do just the same, but you're right. It's hard uh, whenever 
you don't have that um, that that option out there. I think that's the value, one of the values of the church. I know the church yeah. is is sometimes berated, but it was scout leaders, it was Sunday school class leaders, it was youth group, uh, it was uh, pastors stepped in my life at just the right time, right mm-hmm. when I needed what I needed at the time that I needed it. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and most of them came through the. It was the coaches in in, in in school that helped bring me along too. But I will say seventy five percent of the father figures in my life were were people that were connected to the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Wow, that, I think that that's so good because you, though there may have been an absence, though there may have been a whole the Lord gave you people in your life to encourage you and to be that encouragement and to lead you. And I think even as, as we were growing up as Caleb and I, my brother, as we were growing up, you taught us what it is to be a man, what it is Mm. to have those people. And so it's like you, you can find those people, those godly people that not just to in the world, but in the church, like you can go mm-hmm. to your local church and find that, that encouragement in mm-hmm. scripture, find that encouragement, that earthly accountability, that earthly companionship that you can actually have mentorships. And yet you can have people to encourage you, to love you, to lead you, to, to lead you how to lead, to, to mm-hmm. lead you, how to be a man, how to be a, a daughter, how to be a, a, a person that has love and encouragement constantly being poured over them. Yeah, that's so good, Dad. Uh, so I think going further, I think it's like whenever we feel this struggle of like, I don't have an earthly father, but I can look to the heavenly father as my father. How, I mean, that's very, that's very understandable. I think we hear that mm-hmm. a lot, either in sermons or in, or in messages, but like, how, what would you go right now if you could go back to your old self, the heartbroken self that maybe something's happening with your dad, something's happening with your parents? Like, how, what would you go back right now and say, "Hey, like, blank"? This is the encouragement Ooh. that I would give to you whenever you're twelve, eighteen, however old mm. you were. You know that, that question I've been I've been thinking about for a while. And it's probably one of the more uh, emotional questions for me, um, because if I was to go back and tell myself truth and not lies, change the narrative of the scripts in my head that I didn't even realize that were playing in my head, mm-hmm. I would say this to myself at whatever age you want to put on it. I love you. Mm. I love you. I love you. Because I love you. There is, and I may get emotional even here, but there's a part of life, in, in my life, that you wonder if you've done enough mm. to earn the love. Mm. So, then when you see how the Father loves you unconditionally, and you live in the gospel of that message, you let it saturate through you. Hmm. That's the narrative that I wish that I'd have told myself, and I have to tell myself every day. 
Yeah. That you're loved. I love you. I love you. No, no, no matter what you do or don't do, I love yeah. you. And man, if a father can get that into his child, let that be the narrative that goes through life. You forget the self-esteem lessons. Forget, you know, the awards and trophies and whatever. Mm-hmm. If your child walks out of the home knowing they're unconditionally loved, mm-hmm. the rest is the rest is history. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by... Jenny Kane has incredible options to create a beautiful home. From furniture to candles to throws, you can find such aesthetic pieces to bring together that style that you're going for. Jenny Kane creates California-inspired classics for any room or any mood. Grounded in natural textures and inviting neutrals, these pieces you're going to love coming home to. So create the space that you'll never want to leave at JennyKane.com. And not only that, but you can get 15% off your first order when you use the code EMMA at checkout. That's 15% off your first order whenever you go to JennyKane.com using the promo code EMMA. Again, that's JennyKane, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com using the promo code EMMA. Rothy's could be your new everyday shoe obsession. Rothy's Shoes gives you right out of the box comfort, great styles and colors, and when they get dirty, you can wash them with ease. It's no wonder why millions of women are wearing Rothy's Shoes every single day. I actually just ordered my own pair and I am so excited to wear them. So let's step up our shoe and accessory game this spring and get ready to be asked the question, are those Rothy's? Plus, get 20% off your first purchase if you go to rothys.com slash Emma. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Emma. comes the ability to make better decisions, but something many women may not know much about is their fertility. And this is why Modern Fertility was created, to help educate women about their fertility health. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you get your personalized results back within 10 days. And these personalized results include hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, which is basically how many eggs you have, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means and you can even talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. And guys, this is so cool. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off your test when you go to modernfertility.com Emma. This is huge because that means that your test is only $139 compared to the hundreds or even thousands of dollars that you could pay by going to a doctor's office. So get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Emma. That's modernfertility.com slash Emma. That's so good, Dad. 
and an encouragement to you and from for even an Emma and I looking at in the future of being parents, it's like our parents and you showed that to us, showed that as a as a place and you formed our I think something so beautiful about our family is that it was always a safe place. Even no matter what, it was a safe place to fail, it was a safe place to succeed. And it's a safe place to come and learn and a safe place to come and ask and a safe place to come and, and do life together. And like you, dad and mom created that place for us, a safe place that we can go out into the world and that we can come back and we can learn together. And we can, we can grow, not just grow in ourselves, but grow in scripture. And I think you as, as a father, I think that is so key is that it has to be rooted in scripture and has to be rooted in God's word because our own words are fleeting. Our life is dust, as scripture literally says. But you, as a father, you trained us up in a way that we should not depart from it. And what is that way? That way is the way of scripture. It's the way of leaning on the truth of life and the way that that Jesus is. It is definitely, uh, if if... If if your children know the scriptures and can walk out of your house, again, having the right narrative that they're loved by God. I mean, you think about the two, the number one thing on this earth. If we don't get anything else right, we've got to get the love thing right. Because the number one commandment is to love God and the number two is to love <laughs> your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. So there is this. There's this trichotomy there of, mm-hmm. of a trifecta, maybe a better way to put it, uh, of what love looks like. Where you're loving mm-hmm. God, you're loving others, you're loving yourself. I mean, and a part of that, all that narrative, every bit of that narrative comes from the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And th- so therefore, you want to quote scriptures like the word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. Yes. And if I hide my word in my heart, I won't sin against God. I mean, there's like, well, it will give me the truth that I need to walk in his way and to live with the right narrative playing in my head. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, and maybe like, maybe, maybe people are listening right now and they're like, I don't have a father that's ever told me he's proud of me or ever told me that he loves me. And that scar is just digging in them. And even right now, it's probably even hard to listen to this just because it's like, it brings up those emotions, but it's like continually to tell yourself the truth that you are loved and you loved because you're loved and that's it. And it's simple. And I think that's literally what Jesus does. He's like, I chose you. I love you. I'll die for you. And I did die for you just so I can be with you because I love you. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday. It doesn't matter what you did the day before. I love you and I choose you no matter what. And it's right. so hard to comprehend sometimes. How how can how can I as a believer and this is this goes father like having a father not having a father this goes everywhere across the board. How can I as a believer accept the love of Christ whenever I don't feel like I deserve the love of Christ? Mm. Yeah, that's one of those things that it's that's where the faith element comes in. You got to mm. walk by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. It's like, okay, here's the truth. Here's the truth in my head. Mm-hmm. I've got to marry these two together. How do I marry these two together? I'm going to have to speak the truth and mm-hmm. believe it in faith. 
Mm-hmm. Speak the truth and believe it in faith. And I, I, can I say something to the dad who may be listening to your podcast? Yeah, yeah. I know that's probably not your demographic. <laughs> I don't want to shame any dad. Um, I don't want to shame my dad. I don't want to shame anybody. In fact, I would say this. If you're a 65, 75-year-old dad and you, you're sitting there and you're going, man, I, I, didn't, I didn't do – I didn't love like I should have loved. I shouldn't, didn't communicate – it's never too late to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So whatever time you have, do the right thing. Yeah. And so jump in there, show the love that you can. Uh, it, children, grandchildren are incredibly resilient mm-hmm. and incredibly forgiving and showing forgiveness um, whenever we come humbly. A broken and contrite heart. we got to remember, Psalm 51, a broken and contrite heart, God I mean, God will not despise. I, mm-hmm. Turn that on your children. A broken and contrite heart, your children are not going to turn away from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's one of those things that come humbly and, um, and, and, and just go love on them and embrace them unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, uh, that is uh, yeah. We're speaking to a, a big demographic um, of, of of people that come from all different walks of life, and I thank you for speaking to the fathers that like maybe I wasn't that way, or maybe I'm not a father yet, but I want to be. I want to be a good father. I want to be in my life, and that's such a great encouragement to even as as me as I'm not a father yet, but like even I'm going to mess up as a father. No father, as you literally began this podcast, you said, no father's perfect except the heavenly father. So it's like, I am still not perfect and I'm not even a father yet. And I'm going to mess up and I'm going to leave scars. But it's like the best time to do the right thing is right now. So I'm going to start right now. I'm going to live in grace. I'm going to accept mercy. And I'm going to love the snot out of my kids because (laughs) that's what literally I'm called to do. And so what is an encouragement then like for, for maybe the mothers, uh, the, the fathers, the whoever may be listening that's a little – like has children, all this different stuff. What would you encourage them with as, as you parent, as you, as you lead your children? As much as you um, uh, need grace, uh, your children need grace. And it uh, doesn't mean you don't deal with – in truth, it's it's grace and truth, um, but we typically err on the side of one of those. I have found more Christians erring on the side. The longer they're Christians, they err on the side of truth. Uh, maybe the longer they're uh, uh, the shorter they're Christians, they err on the side of grace because they don't maybe don't know the truth. Mm-hmm. Keep that keep that tension there. Live in both, and uh, if you can parent in grace and truth. Um, and live in that tension, uh, then I think it's good parenting. But sometimes parents just land on truth. They got to drive that truth home. And it's like, true. No, you're right. We're not compromising things here. Um, we used to say with you guys, you got in double trouble if you lied and did something wrong. Obviously, if you, if you told the truth, there was still consequences to that truth. But, um, you know, so I would say that. I, that, that would be my parenting tip, tip would be living in the grace and truth tension. That's good. I think it's uh, Mr. Rogers who says that um, he was asked on an interview one time and he was asked, what are parents missing nowadays? And I mean, this is back in what, 1990s. Um, And so it's like, what are parents missing right now? And he literally says that they forget what it was like to be a kid. 
And it's like, that is so <laughs> good to go back to that mentality. It's like, you know, I need grace constantly. And I see the faults that I make constantly, but so do the kids because they're also learning. They're also growing. And man, I, as, as we're kind of wrapping up this podcast, it's just, it's sweet to look back at my life and see the godly father that you were to me and the influence that fatherhoods have on their children. And so it's like as an encouragement to everybody, this is mainly talking about fatherhood. The little title of this has fatherhood in it, but this goes for everybody. This goes to even like how both of our commandments are to love God and love others as ourselves. And it's like, I want to be a person who loves so many people around me even if I'm not a father, even if I'm a mother, even if I'm a sister, a brother, a whoever, I want to do whatever I do. I want to do it with grace, truth, love. I want to be surrounded in that just as I want to be surrounded in that in fatherhood, in motherhood, in wherever I am in life. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, thank you, dad, for being on the podcast. This is, it's been a, it's been an extreme treat to have you on here. And I knew that people would really grow um, from hearing what you had to say um, and from hearing your story and from what God's taking you through and what's God still taking you through. Um, and people, if you're listening and you're thinking, man, I, I, I have a similar story or I, I need to talk to somebody about this. Em and I have partnered up with Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a Christian organization that you can actually go and get counseling services. And we encourage everybody to find somebody to talk to, find a community to get wrapped up in. And if you don't want to use faithful counseling, that is completely fine. Go to a, go to a nearby church that you have, go get planted into a local church that is, is where you're at and find those people to talk through this, to talk through these struggles that you may be feeling, or this may be coming back up and arising because you're not alone. And that's exactly what Satan wants you to think. You're not, you are loved. And that's the opposite of what Satan wants you to think. Like those things are true. So to everyone listening, go and and seek help. Go and seek the word. Last week's podcast, we literally talked about the, intima- the intimacy and the dependency on God. So literally go find intimacy and dependency on God with people. Thank y'all for listening. If you're on Spotify or, or Apple or wherever, go and uh, leave a review, leave a comment. Tell us what you thought about this episode. Tell us who else you'd like to be on, what other topics you'd like to be covered. If you're on YouTube, you can like and subscribe if you'd like. Uh, you can go check out all the links below as well. And don't forget how awesome y'all are. And we're so thankful for y'all to listen to the Have You Heard podcast. I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.